Hallelujah. Amen. These are songs that as the church of our Lord Jesus Christ, we sing to encourage our hearts. Through the storms, through the rain, come high and lows, through the mountains, through the valleys, whatever we may go through on the side of the curtain of life, we sing these songs to assure our hearts of whose we are, hallelujah, mm-hmm. and to whom we belong. We belong to someone. His name is Jesus. He purchased us. The Bible says that he bought us not with perishable things of this life. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. He has bought us with his own precious blood. Hallelujah. He exchanged mm-hmm. his life for our life. Hallelujah. That we may experience that life divine that issues out of him. Amen and amen. Jesus mm-hmm. Is the life of God. Hallelujah. And he being the life of God. Gave himself for us. That we may experience. This life of God. And so become. Sons of the living God. Hallelujah. Our greatest identity as believers. Is that we are sons. And in this identity. We should rejoice. And stand fast. And operate. All the privileges, all the blessings, all the responsibilities that come with it. Hallelujah. So these songs we sing, you know, to encourage our hearts. And we thank the Lord who has been with us, who has been faithful to his word of promise to us throughout the entire year. This year, our theme was a deeper life. And as we went through the year fasting, praying every morning, hearing and being nurtured in the word of truth, We have heard many things that are meant to take us deeper in our walk of faith. We cannot go deeper without knowledge. I've always emphasized it. The elders have emphasized it. Every Sunday as we meet on the line in the morning, as we pray, we've always emphasized this. We cannot go deeper as believers without knowledge. Hallelujah. The Bible says that get wisdom, get understanding. With all your getting, get understanding. What is wisdom? The Bible says that Christ is made unto us the wisdom of God. Our wisdom is Christ. Amen and amen. So the understanding we have of Christ is what will help us go deeper into our fellowship with him. Hallelujah. Go deeper in our exploration of the beauties and glories of this new life that we have in him. Amen and amen. Knowledge, the deeper life is a function of knowledge. And we have received many messages. I would encourage you, go on the podcast, listen to them again and again and again. Let them bless your life. You understand? Don't listen to the message one time. Listen again and again. The Bible says that he will look into the perfect law of liberty and continue daring. The key is to continue daring. Hallelujah. The key for you as a believer is to continue in it, giving yourself wholly to it. Hallelujah. And you will be transformed into that same image you are seeing as you behold by continuing in the word. Hallelujah. Tonight, I want to share a few things with you. I'm going to talk about our theme for next year, which is Let There Be Light. And as I talk about that also, I will be touching on, I will be reminding you of some of the things that we have learned in this year so that you don't forget them. Amen and amen. And I'll touch on a few things that the Holy Spirit has laid on my heart to share with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 2018 is going to be a glorious year. Not because amen. 2018 in itself is a glorious year. 2018 is going to be a glorious year because we are a glorious people. And as glorious people, we are going to happen in 2018. Hallelujah. We are going to manifest in 2018. Amen. Amen. You understand what I'm talking about? I said 2018 is going to be a glorious year, not because the year in itself is glorious. No. The year in itself has nothing. The year becomes what you make it to be. Hallelujah. I said, the year becomes what you make it to be. And you are a glorious person, or we are a glorious people. That beautiful people of the beloved country. Hallelujah. And we are going to manifest, happen. We are going to happen in 2018. Hallelujah. We are going to happen. 
we are going to say with me, I am going to happen in 2018. I am going to happen in 2018. Hallelujah. That means that you are going to manifest. You will make the year great or not. You would make the year glorious or not. It all depends on you. Hallelujah. It all depends on you. Amen and amen. The year has nothing to offer you. You must offer the year something. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. We give God all the praise and all the glory. We give God all the praise and all the glory. And my desire as your pastor, year in, year out, is that as we enter the new year, my prayer for you is that you will know Christ more and be an effective believer or an effective Christian. I don't have any other, I don't have any greater desire than this for you. In as much as I want you to do well in every area of your life, fundamentally, my prayer as I go on my knees for you is that you would know Christ more and be an effective Christian. Hallelujah. An effective believer. You see, the Bible says that while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen, for the things which are seen are temporal, and the things which are unseen are permanent. There are things as believers we should set our days on. Hallelujah. The Bible says that if we be risen with Christ, let us set our affections on things above, the things which are not seen, the eternal things and the permanent things. My prayer for you is that you'll be eternity-minded. You'll be eternity-driven. Hallelujah. Everything that you do in the coming year will be driven by eternity. You will do things that will matter and have substance in eternity. That means that you do all things by the spirit and not by the flesh. The Bible says that the flesh profits nothing. The flesh profits what? Nothing. It is the spirit that giveth life. The flesh profits nothing. Now, that statement has to do with profit in the spirit. Profit in matters regarding eternity. The flesh profits nothing. We know here in the earth, the flesh profits something for those who walk in the flesh. But it has no spiritual consequence in terms of give, making you or giving you what God expects of you to have in glory. The flesh cannot produce the glory of Christ. You understand? The flesh cannot produce the blessing of God. You understand what I'm talking about? The flesh cannot produce spiritual results. So it says the flesh profits nothing. It is the spirit. Somebody say it is the spirit. It is the spirit. It is the spirit that gives it. Hallelujah. So we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen. We set our eyes on things above. Where Christ is seated. Where Christ is seated. And this year I've spoken to you about many things concerning where Christ is seated. Because where he's sitting, he's not sitting alone. The Bible says that we have been raised and made to sit together with him in heavenly places. So the reason he's saying set your mind on things above is he's saying have a revelation. Have an understanding of the place where Christ has brought you. The heavenly place, the place of authority and power, the place of dominion. Hallelujah. Have an understanding of your place and walk in that authority. Manifest that dominion. Hallelujah. You want to know what I'm talking about? Yes. Set your mind on things above. Set your mind on things above. Be spiritually minded. My goal for you as a pastor, my prayer for you, is that you be spiritually minded. Because if you are not spiritually minded and you are carnally minded, the Bible says that to be carnally minded is what? Death. 
But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Spiritual mindedness is setting your mind and your affections on things above. So that's my desire for you. And as you do that, you become an effective Christian. There are believers who in their actions are so carnal, God can use them. In their actions, they are carnal, so God cannot use them. Hallelujah. In their thinking, they are carnal, so the Holy Ghost cannot work with them. But for you, as you are hearing me today, you will be spiritually minded, and so the Holy Ghost will use you. Hallelujah. You will be an effective tool in the hand of the Father. Hallelujah. Christ will manifest himself through you. You will not frustrate the grace of God in your life. You will not hinder the work of the Spirit in your life by your carnality. Amen and amen. So we look at the things which are unseen, not at the things which are seen. We are not chasing after everything the world is chasing after. As we are entering into the new year, people's prayer are for things of this life. But the Bible says, I love not the world, neither the things therein. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in him. Love not the things of the world, the things of the world. If all that our affections and desires are for are the things of this world, and we are not driven by the things which are above, then we cannot be effective believers. Who is an effective believer? Is it the believer who has a big mansion and a big house and is a millionaire? Who is an effective believer? Hallelujah. Who is an effective believer? The effective believer is he who has come to understand Christ. His work. Hallelujah. Has come to understand the message that gave birth to him. That is the message of the gospel. And is living the gospel and is preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. That is an effective believer. In every arena of it. Listen, when you live the, when you live the gospel, it affects every arena of your life. The gospel, it affects every arena of your life. What is the gospel? We've learned about that. That is the matters concerning the life, the death, the resurrection, and the ascension of Christ. When you come to have the revelation of these, and you walk in it, you become an effective believer. Hallelujah. Because in that revelation, you see who you have become in him. And when you see who you are becoming him, it is unveiled unto you the possibilities that are available to you. What has become possible to you? Remember some time ago I preached on, on a message, know, be, and do. Them that know their God shall be strong and shall do exploit. You cannot do unless you know. And as you know, you be. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. That is how you become an effective believer. And my desire for you is that as a Christian, you be effective where you are, wherever you are. Amen and amen. You'll be effective in business. You'll be effective in every field of yours. Hallelujah. Manifesting Christ over there. Amen and amen. Holding forth to all men the word of life. You'll be an effective believer. You will stop saying, like I always say, as for me, I know I'm not a strong Christian. You will stop using those words. Hallelujah. You will graduate. Hallelujah. You will come to the place where you will master prayer. You will master fasting. You will master the word. You are knowledgeable in the word. Not by filling your head with, with your head, you know, with just reading the scriptures. But you've come to embrace and you have come to the place of revelation of the scripture. Hallelujah. That is what makes you an effective believer. So that when, when, when Jehovah wickedness people are coming to you, you are not running away. You know some believers, when Jehovah's wickedness people are coming, they run away, they close their doors, they are afraid. Hallelujah. Because they know that they will, they, they will say certain things they don't understand. No. But if you are, if an effective believer will invite them and sit down with them, and rather convert them. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. This year, you must be an effective believer. What are the ingredients of being an effective believer? It does not, it does not change from year to year. It's still the same. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled. So the same. This year, there are no new principles. The principles for effective Christian living is still the same. Number one, the word of truth. Hallelujah. The word of truth. The Bible says that let the word of Christ 
dwell in you. How? Richly. Rich, rich. Be rich in the word of God. You hear me say generation. This year, be rich in the word of God. Be rich in the word of God. Let it dwell in you richly. In all revelation. That is the word wisdom there. Revelation. Hallelujah. Be rich in the word of God. Be so shocked in the word. Come to the place where you have a revelation of God's truth. A revelation of the scriptures. Not just that you quote them. But you actually know and understand. A revelation of the word. Because the word is not just the scriptures. Everything in the Bible that was written. The writing of the Bible was inspired. But not every word in the Bible is inspired. That means from God. They are truthful statements, but not every statement is true. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word, not the Bible. The Bible did not say, the, the, the word of God, doesn't, in the beginning was the Bible, and the Bible was with God, and the Bible was God. No. So in the beginning was the word. There's a difference between the word and the Bible. In the Bible, there's a revelation of the word. Hallelujah. So when I say, let the word dwell in you richly, who is the word? Christ. Your knowledge of Christ. That's why Paul said, I count all things but dung for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. The knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. Hallelujah. You want to know what I'm talking about? Let the word dwell in you richly. By so doing, you will be established well in the faith, and you will not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine that comes by the slay of men. Hallelujah. I tell you, the Bible says that in the last days, what shall happen? Men shall preach doctrines of devils and demons. There will be many things that will come to sway you from the truth, but you must stand firm on the truth. You can't stand firm when you don't know. Hallelujah. Knowledge. Knowledge. Understanding. Hallelujah. That is why our theme for the next year is let there be light. Hallelujah. Let there be light. Let there be light. The Bible says that God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. 2 Corinthians chapter number 4 verse 6. Had shined in our hearts. Had shined where? In our hearts. And, and, and last week, or was it last week when I taught you about this, I was telling you this is the revelation of Genesis chapter 1 verse, 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 verse 2 and 3. God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, had shined in our hearts. To do what? When God said, let there be light, what was he talking about? Christ. The very first thing Moses saw in his vision in, the, in Genesis was the lost state of man. How that man was lost in darkness. And God came on the scene to bring the solution. What was the solution? Christ, who is the light. He says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. This is the light that lighted every man that cometh into the world. So for God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts. How did God shine in your heart? Through the gospel. Hallelujah. When you heard the gospel and believed, the light shone in your heart. Hallelujah. Listen, why did he shine in your heart? To give the light of the knowledge. The light of the knowledge. That means that the knowledge gives light. The light of the knowledge. Of the glory of God. There is a certain knowledge of the glory of God that imparts light. Hallelujah. In the face of Jesus Christ. I love it. So this glory of God, which has a knowledge that imparts light, is found in the face of Jesus Christ. That is why the Bible says that looking unto Jesus. Hallelujah. With all with open faces, beholding us in what? A mirror, the glory of God. You cannot find the glory of God anywhere else but in the face of Christ Jesus. So we look to him. We study him. Hallelujah. 
Christ Jesus in the face of Christ. We behold Christ. And as we behold him, we see the glory of God. We receive the knowledge of God's glory. And if you behold any other thing, you will not receive the knowledge, the true knowledge of the glory of God. The true knowledge of God's glory is in the face of Christ Jesus. And when you embrace that knowledge, it imparts light. That is, every darkness is disentangled from you. Hallelujah. Every darkness is dispelled out of your life. That knowledge shines a light in your heart. It shines a light in your circumstances. It shines a light in your life. And every stronghold of darkness is broken. As you increase in the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ Jesus, I see every darkness that has limited you in any, of your, any area of your life begin to lose its place in the name of Jesus. Every darkness is beginning to lose its place in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's a knowledge. It's a knowledge in the face of Christ Jesus. The glory of God. The glory of God in the face of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's what we are going to explore in this coming year. Let there be light. Oh, man, you'll be released to walk in the fullness of the liberty of the sons of God. Hallelujah. God, who, has, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts. Shined in our hearts. Shined in our hearts. So, in a, as a matter of truth, what the Holy Spirit is doing for us is... <laughs> He's just leading us on in our exploration of Christ. And so, I tell you what, everything is about Christ Jesus. You should never grow tired of it. As a matter of fact, if you grow tired of it, then there's a problem. Amen and amen. Christ, man, the Christ, my sanctification, Christ, my power, Christ, my glory, Christ, my strength, Christ, my help, Christ, my wisdom, Christ, my holiness, Christ, my righteousness. Hallelujah. Christ, my foundation. Christ, my benefit. You understand what I'm talking about? Christ, my reward. <laughs> Hallelujah. And when we receive that, the light of that knowledge, the Bible says that the light of that knowledge is a treasure in a thing that that the excellency of the power, that means the light of this knowledge carries power. And this power is an excellent power. What does it mean? The power excels beyond measure. It's superbound. The excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Listen, as you are walking around as a believer, Christ in you, Christ in you, Christ in you is that excellent power, is that excellent glory. Hallelujah. That is why you should increase in your knowledge of him. The more you increase in your knowledge of him, the more the light of that knowledge is imparted to your life. Amen and amen. Your life will not be dominated by demons anymore. Hallelujah. Nothing can torment you anymore because light has come. Light has come. Hallelujah. I said, well, light has come. What is that light? It's the knowledge of Christ. It's not just Jesus saying me. It's the knowledge of Christ concerning everything he has accomplished for you and everything he has made you to be in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We would explore. I, t I tell you, it will be amazing. In this, in this journey we are about to undertake in this year, in this coming year, 2018, it's amazing. We have already journeyed through the year and finished it in glory. Hallelujah. I didn't get an amen on that one. I said we have already journeyed through a year and finished it in glory. Hallelujah. Mm. I see you standing at the end of 2018 rejoicing. Mm. I said I see you standing at the end of 2018 rejoicing. Amen. I see uh, people rejoicing. Amen. Hallelujah. Lifting up their hands and dancing waving their hands and their handkerchiefs, just rejoicing unto the Lord. 
because they have come through the year unscathed. They have come through the year victorious. They have come through the year triumphant. They have come mm-hmm. through the year with their head lifted high. Many they be that, that went through the year facing many things, but I see them gathered rejoicing unto the Lord because they went through victoriously. They went through with their heads lifted high. Their heads were not submerged under the waters. Hallelujah. Their heads were lifted high. And it is you. Amen and amen. I prophesy over your life. You'll be victorious in January. You'll be triumphant in February. You'll be exalted in March. You'll be established in April. You'll increase in May. You will shine forth in June in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Nothing will stop you. I release you unto excellence in the coming year in the name of Jesus. I release you unto glory in the coming year in the name of Jesus. I release you unto power manifestation in the coming year in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Every mountain that is standing before you is crumbling down in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord is giving you the hand of a master. You will rule over your enemies in the name of Jesus. I said, the Lord is giving you the hand of a master. And making your hands skillful in work. You produce fruitful works in the name of Jesus. I declare over your life. Your leaves will never wither in this coming year. Whatsoever you do will prosper. You will dash forth speedily. In the mighty name of King Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen, as these blessings are being released unto you, receive them with an open heart. You understand what I'm talking about? This year, one of the things you need to learn, and I'll teach you is, that faith, Elder Enchi, is for receiving. Not even so much for asking. Because I see that believers are able to ask, but are not able to receive. Ask for asking, you can ask. But to receive, you need faith. That is why sometimes we can pray for people and they will receive. But we cannot receive, our, we can't receive by our own selves. Because of our lack of faith. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. But this year, may your faith come alive to receive. Mm-hmm. And then may your faith come alive to do what? To receive. Mm-hmm. May your faith come alive to do what? To receive. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Receive with an open hand. And you see, one of the ways to receive is when you are in a service like this and the blessings are being declared. Grab onto it. Hallelujah. Amen. I say, I release you into fruitfulness in July in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, don't be a dull believer. And don't respond to things lackadaisically. When God is doing something, respond to it enthusiastically. Somebody say enthusiastically. Enthusiastically. Hallelujah. When you are watching TV and they score a goal, you are watching Man U versus Liverpool and Liverpool scores the third goal against Man U. Or you are watching Real Madrid against Liverpool and Liverpool just, Liverpool just backs the second goal against Real Madrid. You just jump and you are shouting. Hallelujah. When you go to the stadium, you see the way they respond to a goal scored. They were asking for a goal to be scored. They were expecting for a goal. To, when the goal was scored, they started jumping and shouting. That is how you should receive as a believer. Hallelujah. You jump for joy. Take hold of it. Don't sit down, be quiet, fold your arms, see if nothing is happening. Hallelujah. That is how you operate in the realm of the Spirit. Amen and amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are talking about being effective as a believer in this coming year. Hallelujah. God who commanded the light to shine, I find in our hearts. We'll explore more of that. In this coming year. In this coming year, I want to encourage you. Listen, the principles of Christ, we cannot exchange them for one another. What do I mean? There is no substitute for the knowledge of God's word. There are those who pray but have no knowledge of the word. There are those who study the word and don't pray. Don't do that in this year. Pray always. How are we supposed to pray? Pray 
always in this year and get everything you do with prayer. Let prayer be the processing machine you put everything through. You understand what I'm talking about? Let prayer be what the processing machine you process everything in your life through. Pray. Say me in this year I will pray. And I will be a prayer. Hallelujah. Yes. So let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Number one, how? Richly. Number two, pray. How? Always. The matter don't come. Pray how? Always. Let the word dwell in you how? Richly. Pray how? Always. Always. With all manner of prayer and supplication where? In the spirit. What does that mean? Matolobo katonde matinimi tataras. De dietenentenende mantonondo mantanande. Rebelele mazunimi kataria tatayas. Aba paria de dengue de dengue. Sobra kota bata bora bande mende katunde maradalese sendes. That is what it means. He said, pray with all manner of prayer and supplication in the spirit. What does it mean in the spirit? Katende matendi matanda patayas. Speaking tongues, that is what it means. Speaking tongues. But you, beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith. How? Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. This year, pray in the Spirit. Pray. Listen. Unleash yourself in the Spirit through prayer. How? Praying in tongues. Pray in the spirit. Lock yourself in the closet and pray. You understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Pray. 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 Just pray. Don't wait. Don't even wait for a prayer topic. Just start praying. Just start praying. You wake up, don't realize, so what should I pray about? Listen, that is the reason the Holy Ghost is there to help you. The Bible says, we know not what we ought to pray for as we ought. The issue is not how to pray. We know how to pray. We pray in the Holy Ghost. The issue is what to pray for. We don't know the topic to pray for. So the Holy Spirit comes to help our infirmities. Hallelujah. We groaning that words cannot utter. That is why you pray in the Spirit. When you pray in the Spirit, you are praying according to the will of God. Hallelujah. Amen. You understand? So don't, don't ask, what should I pray about? Just lift up your voice. Adelia de Delias. Do I have believers in the house who pray in tongues? Lift up your voice. Do I have believers who have decided that in 2018 there will be prayer for Let me hear your voice. If you are convinced with me that you are going to be an effective Christian by praying, lift up your voice and join me. Kapando papaya. Hallelujah. Listen, pray how always. You see, these principles, they are eternal principles. They are the same, timeless. They are the same. It does not change. This is the secret to effective Christian living. Let the word of Christ dwell in you how? Richly. Pray how? Always. Pray in the spirit. You understand? Very, very simple. Just do it. And you will see your life becoming more glorious. I want to throw a challenge to you. This year, commit yourself every day. Either 30 minutes in the morning. Okay? You pray in the spirit. After morning prayer, you decide that you pray 30 minutes before you rush up to work. 
pray, pray. Give yourself 30 minutes of praying in tongues. Don't do praying and interpreting like that. You pray 30 minutes before you start interpreting. You know what praying and interpreting is? You pray in tongues more than you speak in English more. That you are interpreting what you are saying. So listen to yourself. You get the answers to some of your prayers when you do that. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. But pray in the Spirit. Engage yourself in the Spirit for 30 minutes. If you want, time yourself. Set an alarm, all right, for 30 minutes. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit for 30 minutes. In the morning, in the evening, before you go to bed, do it again. 30 minutes, pray. Do that continuously for till the end of the year and see what will happen to you. After one month, two months, if nothing happens to you, tell me, Pastor Sam, you're a liar. You're a liar. You are not called into the ministry. Hallelujah. For those of you who can, for one hour in the morning, pray. Those who are doing 30 minutes, before you realize, after one week, you'll be doing one hour. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen. I want you to do this, hey generation. As a matter of fact, I will actually, I will monitor you to do it. Amen and amen. Because this year I'm serious. I want to train you in prayer. I will join you to pray every morning. I'll, 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 I'll visit you in your prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in the evening. Hallelujah. Somebody say, Listen, if, if you will be anything, be prayerful. I'm telling you, if you will be anything, be prayerful. Don't wait to understand why and listen, pray. Just pray. Amen and amen. Just pray. Pray. So one, what? Let the word of God dwell in you richly too. Be prayerful. How? Always. 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 Not sometimes, when I feel good, when I feel bad. No, don't be a reactionary Christian. You pray when something happens. Hallelujah. Pray all, sorry, excuse me. Pray always, 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 always. With all manner and kinds of prayer way in the spirit. Hallelujah. We are going to do this. We are serious because we want to be effective in the hand of God. Hallelujah. Number three, number three, number three, number three. Hallelujah. To be an effective Christian, you must recognize that you are a steward of God's grace. What did I say? You are what? A steward of God's grace. That means that when we say you are a steward, it means that whatever God brings into your life, you recognize that there is a people for which he has brought it into your life, and you use it for God's glory. They decide that in 2018, you are going to connect with kingdom work. You get what I'm talking about? You will preach the gospel. Your nabu will preach the gospel. Your mouth will preach the gospel. Because listen, the Bible says that for God has chosen through the foolishness of preaching to save many. Through the foolishness of what? Preaching to save many. Sometimes when you are telling people about Christ, preaching the gospel, they think you foolish. And because of that, many believers don't want to be identified with preaching the gospel. The Great Commission, as we call it, is not to invite people to church. Jesus did not say, go into the world and invite people to church. That's what he said. He said, go into the world and do what? Preach. Preach. Open your mouth and talk. Talk the gospel. The Bible says, holding forth to all men the word of life. That is why you must know the gospel, understand the gospel. Somebody says, you know, I, I hear a lot of Christians say, you know, for me, my, I, just, I just live. My life tells them the gospel. It's true, but you preach. Hallelujah. I said, your life tells them the gospel. You are living the gospel, but you do what? You preach. <laughs> Amen. Because as your life is telling them the gospel, they will come to you and ask, what should I do? They came to Peter and they asked Peter after they saw it. They said, what shall we, what should we do? The jailer came to Jesus, what should I do to be saved? Then Peter opened his mouth, Paul opened his eyes, said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and that shall be saved in thy household. You must be able to say that, you must be able to say that to someone in this year. Say to someone, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. Decide that you will preach the gospel. Amen and amen. You preach the gospel. You preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Preach the gospel. What did I say? Preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Hallelujah. 
And one of the things as elders we have a responsibility to do and we'll be doing even as a pastor is to teach you how to preach the gospel. And I'll teach you. Listen, church is a spiritual training. We are not here for niceties to feel good about. We are not a social club. You understand? We are not a business organization. We are not here to teach you how to do business. There are many people, they know how to do business and they learn. Listen, if you want to know how to do business, go to business school. Here is spiritual training for gospel preaching. You understand what I'm talking about? No, no institution in this world can teach you to preach the gospel. The only institution authorized by God to teach on how to preach the gospel and to train men to preach the gospel is the church. So if the church abandons that and starts doing other things, we are missing it. You get what I'm talking about? All the other things, they are, they are secondary. We do them once in a while, but they are secondary. The main thing is to preach the gospel, to teach the gospel, to preach Christ and to teach Christ. So you must know Christ so that you can preach him and teach him. You get what I'm talking about? This year we are serious. Amen and amen. We are what? Serious. Mm-hmm. It is the primary fundamental thing. Every other thing we do are secondary. But those things must not overshadow this main thing. Because if we don't know, no issues, you think the university will preach the gospel? Eh? You think Ghana government, American government will preach the gospel? Which government in this world preaches the gospel? Or UN and UNESCO? They will preach the gospel. Or Apple will stop doing what they are doing and start preaching the gospel. There is no business institution or whatever in this world that will do that. It is only the church that is qualified, anointed, commissioned to do it. And this is what we must stay in. This is our call. And we'll stay in there. So we'll teach you how to do that. Hallelujah. You can tell from the way Pastor Sam is talking, I'm very serious. Yes, I am. Hallelujah. We are the only institution. Amen and amen. Every other thing other people can do. They can all do some. This is our exclusive right. And as a matter of fact, nobody else wants to do that. Because they can't do it. Because they don't have what will enable them to do it. That is the spirit. Hallelujah. Miranda does Jesus. Amen and amen. So we'll teach you to do that. The next thing, decide that you will be a financier of the kingdom. What did I say? Decide that you'll be a financier of what? The kingdom. Hallelujah. Decide. Say with me, in this year. In this year. I am a financier of the kingdom. I am a financier of the kingdom. Say with me, 2018. 2018. I am a financier of the kingdom. I am a financier of the kingdom. Hallelujah. You notice I did not say I will be. No, no, no. That is a you are. That means you are now. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. When Jesus came down from heaven, eh? when Jesus came down from heaven to the earth to do the work of the ministry, when he started doing the work of the ministry, that day John baptized him in the Jordan. And the Bible says that while he was being baptized and praying, the Holy Ghost descended as a dove. And John said, This is the Lamb of God. You know, that taken away the sin of, of the world. And the voice of God came from heaven. That this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. When that voice came and the Holy Ghost also came, it did not come with gold from heaven for him to do the work of the ministry with. <laughs> God did not dig up the streets of gold in heaven and send it along with the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Every morning when Jesus went to pray, God did not rain down money. Mm-hmm. Those days they spent denarii and shekels and all those things. God did not mm-hmm. rain it down upon them. Upon Jesus to go and pick for the work of the ministry. It was people, especially women who followed Jesus. Women well, one of the one of the teachings I will do in this year is the women who follow Jesus. Hallelujah. Ladies in the house, I want you to know something. Those women, there were women who followed Jesus everywhere he went in his ministry. From Nazareth through Galilee to Jerusalem, they followed Jesus. And as they went, they worked and supported him in the work of the ministry. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus had a treasurer. His name was Judas Iscariot. Amen and amen. Jesus, people worked and supported him in the work of the ministry. They supported him. They supported him in the work of the ministry. They sacrificed for the work of the ministry because they deemed it great. 
this year decide that you finance the gospel. I'm not saying that you, you uh, rich people, anybody who comes to you that bring this, bring that. No, 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 no. You put your finances where it matters. Amen. Hallelujah. I say you do what you put your finances where it matters. Let your finances yield spiritual fruit. You get what I'm talking about? Decide, 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 decide. Make up your mind. Hallelujah. I'm connected. I'm connected to the gospel. Hallelujah. As I'm preaching, I am also, as, as I'm giving myself for the work, I'm also giving my finances. I'm not leaving my finances behind. It is also connected. Listen, let me tell you something. There are those who are so wise. There are believers, they are so wise that they are foolish. They find every excuse there is in the book not to connect with the gospel in the area of finances. Every excuse they can give. Every scripture they can concoct <laughs> so that they will not be connected. But you see, on that day, that's when we'll see those who are foolish and those who are wise. On that day, that's when we'll see those who are foolish and those who are wise. Sacrifice for the work. Sometimes there's some givings you give and there's some releasing of yourself in prayer, in word study, and all these things I've talked about. That is painful. You have to give up certain things to do certain things. You sacrifice it. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. You are growing, so I can talk to you about some of these things. Hallelujah. You, you understand what I'm talking about? You sacrifice, 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 sacrifice. There were men who sacrificed for the work to go on. In the ministries of Paul and all, there were, there were people who were with him sacrificing daily for the ministry to go on that way, financially. Amen and amen. And in mm-hmm. faith generation, the things we are doing in the ministry, we can do more the more we have. Hallelujah. That is, the more we have you, the more we have you, as you give yourself for the work of the ministry, we can do more. The more we have finances, we can do more. Imagine what we can do. This year we blessed, you know, we're looking at two needy pastors, you know, pastors in the work of the ministry who really need help, you know, and we decided, imagine what we could do if we had more. Never say, oh, as for faith generation, I hear do they need. Let me just, don't, listen, your, 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 Giving for the work of the ministry should not be motivated that way. That is wrong thinking. Take it from me as your pastor. That is wrong thinking. Hallelujah. Somebody say, that is wrong thinking. Amen and amen. That is wrong thinking. Don't say, oh, ah, how am I here? I mean, we now we don't. No. Give from your, listen, let it come from your heart. Always have it in mind. You understand? The more we have, the more we can do. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. The more we have, the more we can do. Decide that you'll be connected that way to the gospel. Join yourself to this chariot. This chariot, join yourself to it. For the chariot is going places. Hallelujah. Decide, decide, decide that you do that. In your local church, be connected that way. Be connected. Be connected. Amen and amen. amen. Don't take it for granted. Consciously, intentionally, intentionally and what? Consciously. This year I've taught you so much about giving and, you know, we've learned the truth about all these things. Now I'm giving you how to practice the truth that you have learned. Hallelujah. Be connected. Amen and amen. Be what? Connected. Decide that, hey, my finances will support the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. My finances will support the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So number one, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Number two, pray. How? Always. Always. You get what I'm talking about? Yes. Number three, what should you do? What was the third one I talked about? The second one was pray. What is the third one I talked about? Hello? Hello, is somebody on the line? Yes. Yes, what is the third one I talked about? What was number three? Ingredients for effective Christian living. What did I talk about, number three? Give yourself to the work. Give yourself to the work. 
Hallelujah. Preaching the gospel. Number four, what was it? Are involved. Yes. Your finances are involved. I like that. Say with me, my finances are involved. My finances are involved. And me myself am also involved. And me myself am also involved. Yes. Me as a person am also involved. You know, they asked the former Ghana president. BBC BBC was doing uh, an interview, asked the former Ghana president, John Mahama. Have you taken a bribe before? He's, he answered, me as a person. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want you to know, you as a person must be involved, not you as a spirit. <laughs> you as a person should be involved. Hallelujah. <laughs> so the question, at the end of the year, I'll ask you, have you been connected financially to the ministry? He said, me as a person. <laughs> Have you been connected in prayer? He said, me as a person. <laughs> Have you been connected to the preaching of the gospel? Me as a person. <laughs> oh, Lord. It is well. It is well. You see? When you collect bribes so much that you don't know which which of you collected it, you ask and find out whether it's you the person or you the angel or you the soul or you the spirit. That is just by the way. So at the end of the year, I'll ask you, have you been connected <laughs> what will be your answer? Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. God bless you so much. God bless you so much. We thank the Lord for tonight. I know some of us will be leaving for um, an all night service. I want to release you for you to go. But we, we've talked about many things. As we begin the year, we'll delve more deeply and be unveiling our, our theme and, you know, um, talking about many things that have to do with us. I want you to prepare your heart. I want you to know this. Don't be thinking in your mind that there is some evil coming your way this year. No. As long as you stay in prayer, every evil is averted. Amen. When it comes, God will see you through. Hallelujah. Amen. You understand? Don't just be positive-minded. Be word-minded. Be Christ-minded. You understand what I'm talking about? Don't be positive-minded. Be word and Christ-minded. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Eh? Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Christ was not there asking, hey, which demon in my father and mother's house are working against me? Joseph and Mary. Hallelujah. Be Christ-minded. What was the mind of Christ? What I see my father do, that I do. Hallelujah. Be Christ-minded. Be word-minded. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift up your voice and begin to pray and begin to just just thank God and bless God and give God all the praise and all the glory. Lift up your voice. Just bless the Lord. Just bless the Lord.